0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hayden with the Hill Pursuit Podcast. We have a good one today. This is episode 85 of the show. And surprise, surprise, we have all three of us in on this episode. Me, Ken, Mitch, all three are back. And honestly, we don't even remember the last time this happened. So we really hope you enjoy this one. I'll cut right to the chase. Um, This episode, if you can last through the first uh, 10 minutes of us just kind of catching up and saying, hey, and talking about life. Um, this episode primarily discusses what an off season should look like. Um, perhaps what an in season could look like, depending on the athlete, depending on the discipline of the athlete, whether or not you can make improvements in your sport or outside of your sport during these different seasons, what it should look like in the off season and whether or not an athlete can expect to make improvements within their sport, in season or if that athlete could make improvements elsewhere outside of their sport during the in season if they plan it appropriately if they build correctly um, when they can do it if they build correctly during the off season what does that maybe look like in the end season now of course there's a lot of individual variability with all of that but we do have a really nice um, a good discussion on the the differences between season to season so Again, this is episode 85. If you're looking to reach out to us um at all, you can reach out to me directly, hillpursuit at gmail.com. You can find contact info, coaching info, this episode and all other episodes, all on the website, hillpursuit.com. And then of course you can just find us on any and all social media, just at Hillpursuit, um, and reach out to us there, start a conversation like subscribe share our stuff we would really appreciate that and and of course we appreciate those of you who listen and follow along regularly we know it's a a handful maybe not maybe not a ton but we know it's a handful and we do appreciate it so thank you for listening this is episode 85 of the Hill free podcast enjoy the show. two and a half because ken is driving and uh hopefully driving responsibly and uh so we'll probably only have audio from ken for a little bit but in any case I've, all three of us which is awesome so that's pretty sweet
1: yeah it's been it's well i don't even know the last time it was that we had all three yeah <laughs> i'm, probably, I'm uh, like. i think that... what
2: Oh no! I was just gonna say, probably. I think it was the last time I did the pull-ups or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been a while. And I'm yeah. also also I need to just say right off the bat, super jealous of Mitch's background, um, which is if you're just listening on a podcast, which is like a beautifully built like man warehouse with uh, a power rack in the background. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I have to blur. I have to blur my background because it's just full of like disney princess toys and stuff in my basement uh but hey whatever it, it works it works for now
2: hey I, I can't wait to join the party dude i plan on yeah. having that power rack with the you know the frozen posters behind it <laughs> yeah, so. I, know. I guess technically <laughs>
0: if i pan the screen over a little bit you'd see the pancave cave you can kind of see it blurred <laughs> but um yeah so how the heck is everybody mitch what's up with you man i love your uh i love that spot
1: yeah man it's uh it's long property it's just uh we're finally we're finally on the property so um the pole barn kind of serves dual purpose between a storage unit and uh and a gym so um yeah, yeah man good uh you know i don't think i talked to you guys like you know hunting season was very successful this year and uh you know traveled a little bit and then uh yeah, no, just everything's good, man. I I can't complain whatsoever. So awesome. Let's just, dude, tell us about hunting
0: season. Where'd you go? Like, tell us. I know, I I kind of know where you went, but just for the for the show, like, tell us where you went and stuff you were doing, and um,
1: yeah, just tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I was lucky back home. I I killed like a small one just with the bow, kind of right off the get go. Um back here just uh just to get some meat in the freezer. So it was like an early season. Um actually the first year I ever killed on the new property. So it was cool. Uh and then like fast forward November, uh we went out to we went out to Idaho and uh we were we were successful out there. Um I shot I shot a good one. Um so it was it was a little bit of luck, you know. So that was that was really cool. And then come back and um I had shot, and that shot went back up in Pennsylvania. So it was a super good. Um, it was a good year. A lot of, a lot of meat. We should be just fine next season. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did,
0: you, did Was there like a ton of, um, like, what was Idaho like? Was there like a lot of, uh, you know, did you have to like hike a while to get to, did you get to backpack anything out or?
1: So uh, where I killed him, uh, we didn't have to backpack anything out there. Just by happenstance, the where we were, there was a, uh, a logging road not too far okay. away, so we were kind of able to drag him down to the logging road and get like something there to pull us out. But we did right. a couple hunts. We, we did a couple hunts a days before and a couple of days after where we hiked. I don't know mileage wise, uh, but pretty much all uphill and it was just pretty gnarly um yeah like right out there it's like very mountainy mountainous um and then we had one day it was kind of dicey uh we went to like a spot same spot went super high um just so we, we were trying to like glass another hillside and it started to just dump snow oh and, really? um dang yeah and um coming down like actually it was like I don't think any of us were were worried, but you, you definitely had to be careful because it's not like back here, like you fall on a mountain, like, you know, you get back up. Like there could be actual consequences out there yeah, a little bit geez. more. So, um, no, it was cool. Definitely tested the fitness a little bit. It was cool. My old man uh, has been training his butt off. So it's pretty cool. I mean, all no matter like, how matter what like he always could like walk it was like crazy like the guy could not train and he could just has a knack for just walking um but it was really cool to see like now like he just his motor was awesome so dude that's really cool that's
2: awesome mm-hmm. yeah i'm good old genetics, bro what did you say genetics those good, old, those good old <laughs> genetics man yeah <laughs> yeah right
0: yeah for sure ken what's the latest with you i mean last time we chatted you basically said any day within the week right so it's been a few days so you're inching I mean, closer
2: bro it's so weird man it's like you know i'm obviously just so freaking excited man but it's like at the same time though too it's just like you just want it to happen you know cuz like they give you obviously a due date they let you know like all these things in advance but it's just like I don't want to call it, like, anything bad, obviously, but it's just, like, the anticipation is killing me more than, like, the actual day is, I feel like. <laughs> so, and uh, I can only imagine what Grace is going through mentally. I mean, physically, she's freaking, dude, I honestly, I think she could probably still freaking deadlift over 225 right now, or even, like, nine and a half months pregnant. Um, <laughs> She's not complaining about nothing, man. Um, wow. But, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just, oh. uh, yeah, it's just mentally, it's just, like, she just wants it to, she just wants it to happen dude so yeah I'm still yeah. uh I'm still working and training like you know it's just a normal day um but uh I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't like all I'm thinking about
0: <laughs> yeah just keep your phone keep your phone a little closer and turn up the volume a little bit just so you don't miss that
2: oh bro I mean I can tell you one thing man I'm normally not I I'm normally the guy that leaves my phone like in our like little break room and stuff when I'm training people you know yeah. because obviously these people are paying me for their you know paying me for my time you know and I don't want to take away from it, but they all understand that I'm like "quote unquote" like on call oh, nowadays. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I'm just super excited, bro. And uh, um, I mean, dude, the whole at home birth is gonna be wild, and uh, I can't wait to experience all that. So it's gonna be cool.
0: Yeah how far is how far is work from home? Like, if you were to get a call, you get home pretty quick.
2: I should I answer this question responsibly or like
0: <laughs> <laughs> per the per the law per the speed limit <laughs> uh
2: well in case you're wondering you know the speed limit in California it says the number on the sign but you might as well add like 15 to it so like we'll just okay. call it like uh probably about a 13 to 13 to 18 minute drive depending on the day oh man I mean, yeah right that's now, nothing. yeah yeah I mean well bro I mean right now since it's about it's 6 p.m on the six PM on the West Coast right now, so it might even dude it could take me forty five minutes to drive freaking six point eight miles.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dude, that's that's so funny though about the uh like your clients understanding that you're essentially like on call. Yeah. For my um this is a really funny story and, you know, the odds of this happening are wild. But for my uh third, when you know, when we were in your position now like the any day type of feeling um i told morgan i told my wife basically like don't don't even text me unless it's happening like it was literally like we were within two or three days because i'm in i'm like in the office and like i always have my watch on so if i get a notification like i get a buzz to my watch or whatever so i'm just like looking at it non-stop and all my all my students know that i'm checking and it could be any like second my phone updates itself like in the middle of the day and then it, it turns back on. And you know how with an iPhone, you have to like reopen it. You have to, you have to like put your passcode back in. So I'm like, there's no chance. This phone is updating when she's trying to like (laughs) get in touch with me, dude. I had like six missed calls. And a couple SOS text messages from my wife. I could not believe it. I was like, "You have to be kidding me!" I called her immediately, like freaking out. I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You have no idea what just happened to my phone. It's only been—it literally was like six minutes, like not even—and uh, yeah, my phone did this little update. And of course, that was the exact moment she's like, uh, "I need you to come home." It was—I oh, couldn't even believe it. It's—it's it's funny now, but it—it <laughs> it really wasn't funny then. Well, uh,
2: well dude i mean i can tell you right now man it, it takes a lot for me to you know just get flushed with anxiety and stress but dude i mean every time i get a text message every time i get a call from her because i've been getting them more frequently because she's obviously on maternity leave and she'll just call me you know when i'm in the middle of training somebody which i don't have a problem with obviously um but nowadays i'm kind of in the same boat with you since we are creeping up on that day it's like I don't mind you calling me, but, like, maybe open up with immediately I'm not going to the labor yeah. and then yeah, go geez. with, you know. Yeah, and then follow up with whatever you got to say because, like, I just, dude, I'm, like, half asleep, you know, after training a bunch of people in a row and then I get a call and I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, this timing is terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but, yeah, man, I know, I know where you're coming from, though.
0: Yeah, frick. <laughs> 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 All right, well, um, we talked a little bit last time about some of Ken's, like, goals related to, um, you know, just training and fitness and stuff now that he's about to be, you know, fully engulfed in the dad life. So, Mitch, (laughs) Mitch, fill us in. What are you doing right now? Um, And, like, where are you, like, in what you would define
1: as, like, your season? Like, what kind of stuff are you into? Yeah, man, I – honestly, I can't say I'm in anything crazy at this point. You know, I uh, fall – um kind of came back from like a three-week school i kind of just went back getting worked on some strength work participated in squat tober so nice, that was a nice that was a good time uh so then um yeah i kind of i didn't condition too much during that month just to kind of keep up with uh, the squatting i mean i did yeah. some stuff but that once november hit kind of start picking that up again and um yeah, kind of jacked the conditioning up like the last like two months just to kinda of get back in the rhythm of that and and um just kinda of all around I'd say quote unquote off season, you know, if I yeah, had yeah, to yeah. label it anything. So kinda of, like training like a I'd say like a football player like in his off season now. I kinda of switched the switched it up and um kinda of hitting a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's funny so, you, you just uh, brought up uh Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I, see, I wish I wish I had something more exciting at this point, but it's kind of just staying in the game. So, you know, I'll yeah. do some fun. I mean, I guess I I guess I could throw this in. Um, me and one of my buddies, we've been doing some like little like quote unquote like mental challenges. So like we went in on a uh we went on a three mile rock run on the beach like a week and a half yeah. ago and uh it was nighttime, then we decided to to jump in the ocean. Um so it's pretty <laughs> pretty cold. So, uh, that was a good time. And, uh, it was just like off a of whim thing. So did that. And then, um, yeah, just been throwing some like fun stuff in. Uh, like I said, not be like maybe one day a week where we'll, we'll have a couple guys like I'll train with and we'll just put something together, like a team thing and just kind of get yeah. after it.
0: So nice. Dude, That's the time of year though. You know, I mean, that's where we're at, you know, just kind of staying ready. So you don't have to get ready once stuff starts ramping up, you know? So, but yeah, that's funny. You mentioned, uh, squat Tober. I haven't participated in that in, for, for years myself, but, um, that I know some other people who right now are doing, uh, in January, they're doing like a competition to just swim as many meters as possible in January, which is really, really cool. People are like just in the pool, like four to five days a week, just, swimming their butt off which is wild and then I guess the same kind of a challenge transitions to cycling in February I don't know if it transitions to running I think at that point March too many people are probably like into a specific season where they can't just wake up and run every day they have to do other things but um yeah so you know maybe they're not swimming every single day seven days a week like Squattober, you know for the month but Still, I know a lot of people who are swimming like freaking dolphins right now. It's it's pretty wild. Ken, does that uh, sound like fun to you?
2: Uh, you couldn't pay me money to swim, so.
1: <laughs>
2: I can tell you one thing, man. Um, unless there is a event on the other side that requires me to uh, dip myself into the water and swim from one point to another, you're never going to see me in a pool. <laughs> 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 oh, you will no more- never never see me in a pool
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that's great
2: yeah but it's easily dude i can tell you one thing man it's easily my least favorite form of exercise i've ever done (laughs) really yeah dude it's so bro it's so (laughs) so freaking boring to me bro (laughs) i'm not trying to say anything too bad because i know obviously a lot of people that you know do the big three you know bike swim run listen to this podcast but I'll dude, be stay whatever
0: you
2: want. oh dude I'll, yeah dude first off i suck at swimming i'm not built for it i've talked about it enough on this podcast <laughs> yeah, second yeah. second it's just like why in the world would i volunteer to sit here and swim in a pool at a 24-hour fitness when i'm fighting people for lanes and then it's just like yeah man i'm good you smell like chlorine yeah, afterwards i
0: hate i hate that i know too many people right now who are still like signing up for lanes it's ridiculous like i haven't done that in like over 2 years i'm lucky with where i'm at but so some people during covid it, it when it started coming back you had to start signing up for lane times and it just never went away at a lot of places it's ridiculous and hmm. i like personally i would go somewhere else if i had to do that so i definitely get that that like complaint about swimming because uh I, that would be miserable it would be absolutely miserable if you had to do that i th- thankfully i can basically show up anytime that there's open swim at my ymca and i have no issue at all none whatsoever and if there's someone in a like if they're all taken i know most of the people i can just be like hey man can i just jump in with you and like it's super easy so yeah there's no signing up or anything but yeah that's a big one um
2: yeah i will i will lie to you bro at the 24 uh there was a there's a man that almost saw my wrestling skills there. Um, we got into a little bit of we almost got into a little confrontation over the Elaine, so that was fun. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Uh, it, yeah, man. I mean, listen, like I, I can understand why people want to do it. It's obviously a great form of exercise when it comes to you know low impact forms of cardio and all that other stuff. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is when I'm like you know 65 or 70 years old and broken, maybe I might start. Yeah, that's what again. I was
0: just gonna. That's what I was just gonna say. I was like, wait until. Wait until you need that low-impact exercise.
2: Yeah, pretty yes. much the only time. What's that? Sorry. Go ahead, bro. Oh, no, I was going to say, man, uh, the only time that you're ever going to swim, see me swim again is if I somehow uh, get coerced into doing another uh, triathlon or if I basically have, like, zero cartilage left in my knees. So
0: <laughs> So probably in, like, a couple years.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, based, <laughs> off of, based off of me front squat based today. Based off the knees. Yeah, based off of me front squatting today, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, <clears throat> so real quick, when we when Mitch, you were just talking about, you know, in the offs, <clears throat> in the off season, dude, something came up recently where I was having a conversation with someone about like ramping things up towards the season, and like mm-hmm. what it looks like, um. Not necessarily like how exactly to do it, but the timing of when it happens and then what it looks like in terms of whether it's like an intensity adjustment, a volume adjustment, anywhere in between, some stuff like that. And um, the the conversation kind of got steered towards, well, if you have a really strong off season, then... You know when thi- when it comes time to ramp things up, the ramping like whatever it is, right? Intensity, um, volume, whatever. It's not going to feel as like drastic, um, because you've maintained or built some fitness over the off season. So um, I don't know. I wanted to just you know that came to my mind as you were talking about the off season, Mitch. It, it literally I had the conversation with somebody today, and it was just like. It's so important to just touch on that, you know. Like you have an off season, it doesn't matter what your sport is. If you don't even have a sport, you you know you you're gonna have like a cycle of heavy lifting, lighter lifting, higher intensity, lower intensity, more volume, less volume, whatever it is. If you're running, if you're lifting, if you're swimming, you know whatever. And um, even if you're not competing in anything, I think it's just really really important that people focus in the off season because, um, I see a lot of both, you know, especially now that I have a handful of athletes, I see a lot of both and some, I don't see at all, but I see a lot of, you know, people who are super, super consistent for, you know, four months where there's nothing happening, you know, um, October, November, December, January. And then it's just like, boom like races are like a couple months away all of a sudden so yeah things start ramping up if they're not now like very soon right so um at least at least in the world of triathlon maybe like marathon running too right but um i just and then on the on the flip side i see people who just kind of like oh the season's over and before they know it it's like 4 months have gone by and you've like maybe trained once or twice a week, if that, and there's really no purpose to it. And it's just like, oh, no, like we have to basically start – like you're starting over. You're starting over if you do nothing uh, structured in the off season. So um, it just came to my mind when you were talking about that. So I always wanted to bring that up because I had a conversation about the importance of having a very strong
1: offseason. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously the off season that's where you're building a, a solid foundation and you're kind of setting up what the season should be. And essentially, and I can't see, speak so much for like you guys. I never really, most of the sport I have ever participated in is pretty much you compete frequently in like a short amount of time. You know, like, hey, you're having a game every week for 10 weeks or, you know, you're wrestling you know five to eight times on a Saturday and then yeah. you know maybe the same next day and then you're required to wrestle again you know that week or whatever um we're triathlon I feel like it's it's different right it's like hey you got a huge event on one day right huge and you know it's kind of all the marbles on that day like you don't really get a mulligan right it's not like I'll come back tomorrow and you know have a better day so you might have a race what a couple months down the road but when you're talking season I mean I guess it depends on many races just like knowing you guys what maybe three in a season right
0: yeah I mean it it depends you know I can off the top of my head I can think of people who race once and then I can think of people who race like 15 times dude like way too much not that every single one of those is like a um, a long distance triathlon or a marathon or something, but yeah, th- there's definitely people who, who race quite a bit, but I think, uh, a healthy number. Yeah, you're right. Kind of falls right within like between two and four, maybe five like important ish a or B races. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you have a, <clears throat> that takes a lot of planning to, to focus around multiple events Sometimes different sports, Um, Mm -hmm. like start the season with a triathlon and you end the season with uh, a figure competition or some sort of bodybuilding or something like that. Two different sports entirely. I can think of, you know, I can think of a friend who's who's currently considering that and not necessarily taking the jump just yet, but very different sports. I mean, you got to do what you like too. Go ahead, what?
2: Oh, nothing. I was just saying I got to go now. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I thought yeah. you were saying you were going to go from triathlon into a figure competition.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Why? Getting, why is that? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting bikini ready, bro. You know.
0: I figured. I figured you would be.
2: Yep. Yep. The aesthetic, uh, Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Like once you're in, once you're in it, though. I mean, you're playing the maintenance game, and you're, you know. Can you build in season? I mean, it's a hard question to answer. Technically, I guess anything's possible. You know, I can't say no, but um, that's not the time that you're going to rely on building anything or, or, you know, improving. Um, again, not that you can't, but have you guys ever seen that in season where you're improving anything? I can think of, I can think of one example, just because I use it all, I use the example all the time, but and you guys I may mean, even use the example with you guys a few years ago. I can't remember if I have, but um, do you improve in season? Is that like possible? Like common knowledge. Do you think, okay, it's in season. I'm going to get better at this.
2: You want to go first Mitch? <laughs> No. What's that? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay um i mean it really just depends though because it's just like for me it was like uh i mean obviously the iron man was the first or the last thing i just did but there's a few things that i did up until like maybe like a month or two out just to keep myself sane because i won't lie i'm not like a steady state cardio guy i honestly kind of hate it um so there was a couple things that i did to keep sane which was like uh i cu- I picked a couple i guess you would say odd lifts that i wanted to work on like a zercher clean yeah, and, yeah. and kind of a kettlebell bottoms a kettlebell bottoms up press and then what was the other one a weighted pull up um so i think you can definitely improve on like certain strength exercises even in like a in season for like a you know maybe like a conditioning based thing like an iron man but you just got to be smart with what you choose like for me it was like obviously i was gonna try and hit like a pr on like a back squat or like a deadlift just because unfortunately for me i know myself i know my knees i'm not trying to destroy my joints you know running and doing that stuff so i guess you know as you get more advanced in the fitness which i mean all of us have been doing this for a while you got to be pretty careful with the types of exercise i think you choose based off of the you know ultimate goal that you have with your in-season but i would say if you're a beginner you can probably still improve like you know sure. like your big a bench a squat and a deadlift even in like a in-season like for like a triathlon just because you're not gonna be i guess you could say like you know, we've all been lifting forever. It's like, it takes me, you know, months to put five, 10 pounds on my back squat, as I'm sure it is for Mitch. And I'm sure it is with you. So it's like, you know, closer you fly to the sun when it comes to strength exercises, you know, in reference towards your, your like genetic potential, the higher chance you have for running a risk for injury. So it's just like, do you care more about putting, you know, five, 10 pounds on a back squat, or do you care more about showing up to like, you know, the race and feeling good, you know? So it's just right. like figuring out your, uh, your priorities.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. You yeah, know, I was gonna. Kenny you kind of stole my thunder. Um, <laughs> which, oh, which is good. Obviously, uh, I think you said training age, and I was gonna say, you know, age of just the athlete in general, right? You have like a high school football team or whatever, and you keep the intensity pretty high throughout the season, but they're like their volume super low. I don't think yeah. there's no, like, you know, they might even if they're lifting two days a week but you keep the intensity high and like they can totally recover from sessions and still be good to go in a game absolutely could probably get strong through the season and i'm just correlating that to like training age probably because if you're a ninth grader, you probably really haven't been yeah yeah, in the in the iron game too long um and then uh i was also gonna i was also thinking too it's like like, what are you, like, that's like an open question, like, what are you getting better in, right? So, like, a triathlete, or like, someone that does triathlons, like, they might get at swimming, running, you know, you know, their times could get better, like, if that's what they're trying to do in the in season, right? Um, But maybe their squat or deadlift might not, Um, like, on the contrary, someone that maybe competes in powerlifting, you know, they could be getting stronger in their quote-unquote season in the main list, right? Maybe it's not their time to PR in a 5k yeah
0: yeah you know,
1: exactly. yeah. you know kind of like I like if I'm getting ready for you know a triathlete a triathlon I'm sorry like Ken said like my goal would not be PRing on my on my squad or my deadlift right I'm probably gonna see how I can push maybe, maybe I can see my maybe I might PR my fastest like I don't know 10k I don't know like just in a training day um I think it's more specific of what you're actually in at the time,
0: yeah, that's good stuff. um yeah, it's just some notes that I took here like I think it's um you know the discipline of the athlete definitely matters, so to your point, you know the the power lifter and the um the five k or the ten k like sure, maybe they have an interest in it, but is the timing of the in season for the power lifter Is the timing really necessary for them to go out and try to PR the 10K? I think that was a really good analogy. The exact opposite too, right? You know, um, the endurance athlete and like you said, trying to PR the back squat, whether you're trying to or not, like one, should you be trying to, right? That's a question that you both pretty essentially answered and said, no, you probably shouldn't be. It's not really worth it right? Whatever you said, Ken, right? You don't want to fly too close to the sun. You have to prioritize, um, which I think is great. But at the same time, I really think that it's also important, you know, based on your sport and discipline, it can get it can get monotonous and it can get boring, right? So um, finding like, I think it was Ken, something you said, like your steady state got really boring or something. So you're like, okay, I'm going to find a couple really fun lifts or odd movements and just work on them a little bit. Um, I I think that's a great idea. I actually love that. Go
2: ahead. Oh, no. I mean, I was just going to say too, uh, the program that I'm actually following now is actually called uh, old time strength. Okay. So it's, it's basically just like a bunch of like unconventional, like unilateral lifts, like bent presses, uh, single arm, single arm deadlifts. Single leg GHD, like back extensions. It's basically just like a bunch of unilateral stuff. Uh, I think another cool one, and there's a, a, um, it's called a, uh, gosh, what is it called? It's called a javelin press. Like it's just a bunch of really cool things that I've never honestly like really kind of played around with and really pushed. But the funny thing was though is that, um, after doing that for about, it's been about twelve weeks. I just tested my front squat today, and I haven't done a front squat, uh, probably in close to eight months. Um, I was, I think about five, 10 pounds off of my PR today. Oh, yeah. And everything felt freaking solid, man. So it's just like, you don't realize like how important it is, especially with, which we all know this, like if there's one type of person that probably needs to lift weights more than another type of person, it's probably people that do endurance. Right. Especially when it comes to like, you know, the, I guess you would say like the acute, like overuse injuries and stuff, yeah, but, yeah. um, it's just finding something, man, that like doesn't destroy your obviously your priority training but also makes you know training still bearable and i love weightlifting and and that was the hardest part of all that crap for me was you know completely giving it up for the last like month and a half two months is rough um but the other thing i was going to say though too like what a lot of people don't realize is like toning back the volume with like i mean we know this but a lot of people don't toning back the volume with like your regular you know whatever lifting program you're doing you might actually come in and hit a pr just because you're not constantly jacked up like for me, I love working out so much, dude, that like if you left me in a gym and I had the time, I would train for three or four hours. Is that good mm-hmm. for you? No, but I just like doing it. Um, sure. but I think a lot of people would probably benefit if they just tone back the volume, focused on a couple key things, and then just kept on working at their, uh, um, whatever their goal is.
1: Yeah. Now I'm just going to kind of jump on that real quick. I wish I, had a, I didn't r- bring a pen to write anything down, darn. Um, but I was going to kind of say the same thing. I think too, like in season, I think, if you want to get better at anything i would say and this isn't like a mitch like theory this is like stuff i've like I read and actually try like probably dropping the volume and jacking up the intensity would probably be like the best bet you know kind of get in be efficient with the intensity and get out not just in there forever you know i think uh trading efficiency is big then and then you were kind of talking about um and I, got, I guess I wasn't saying, and I don't think you took it this way. I'm, I want people like listening that they don't take it this way either. Like I don't think I'm saying, or we're not saying that anyone that's doing a triat like a triathlon shouldn't lift. Like I, that's not what we're saying at all. We're just saying it might not be the time that you get, you know, you're you're not actually piggybacking and doing a legit lifting right. program right. while lifting program. Because obviously we know that, you know, a powerlifter probably would benefit from some sort of conditioning as yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of yeah. do supplement it, and then it's funny you were saying like you've been using some different forms of uh from training as well. I know i kind of, like I had a bunch of cluster thoughts in, like one th- little string here, um, dude, I like the same way. So I love to lift. Like if I do like strictly endurance, like I cannot wait to just like load up a barbell again. Like it just like eats at me. It's like if I get under the bar and like it's like stuff feels heavy. It just eats at me. But then on the same token, like if I'm like just doing like strength work. Like I'll be like I do not feel athletic whatsoever right now. You know, like I had that same thing. So like in some other stuff I've been doing a bunch of sandbag work. So um I have some like heavy sandbags. Nice. So I've been trying to do a bunch of carries, uh just like different carries, a bunch of just get ups. Um so I've been implementing those a lot. I, I guess I could have talked about that earlier. And they feel great. And then um low impact, you, you guys brought that up. Been crushing the assault bike lately. So, um, that's been, love that thing. So pairing the assault uh, bike with some sandbags lately, uh, I feel, feel great. Dude, do you have your own assault bike? Yeah. That's awesome. Those things are sweet. <clears throat> yeah. And then, uh, I got, uh, I don't know what you guys think of the reverse hyper, but I battle some low back stuff every once in a while and a dose of that, like every training day i've been feeling well i
0: remember i remember weren't you you and your brother like made one at some point made a reverse dude i'd be dead if i made a reverse hyper oh man what am (laughs) i maybe i'm just thinking like you didn't have something so like a revert
1: like on a ghr like maybe maybe
0: i don't remember it was a while ago actually i'm surprised i remembered that but I feel like you just improvised something and it was really cool and it, and it worked out well once. <laughs> I thought it was a reverse hyper. Maybe it wasn't. <clears throat> but I think, I
1: think the back extensions like on a jacked up Yeti cooler. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's good too, though. But, dude, yeah, like, <clears throat> so back to your real quick, we're at we're, we're our time anyway. But, um, you know, do, would the power lifter benefit from some form of conditioning or aerobic something? Absolutely. And that's just like, that's just like being a human, right? You need to you need to be able to do different things. Now there's obviously people who just 100% specialize in one thing. We see those people like at the top of their sport or their competition or whatever it is. But dude, my opinion, frankly, if you're not that person, you got to be doing a little bit of everything anyway. So that's my opinion. No, I'm right, I'm right there with. Yeah, I think we actually lost Ken uh, a, a couple minutes ago. So, it is what it is. He uh, hopefully, maybe, oh, maybe. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. He, go ahead. It could be. It could be having the kid as we speak. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I cannot confirm, but I think he was done driving anyway, So he probably just like got out of his car to go home or something. But. Anyways, that's all I got. You got anything else, Mitch?
1: Oh, man. I, I, I was going to chime in there, but I can't, I can't, I'm not going to, I can't disagree with you on that one. Like I've just my own feelings. I feel like if I'm in a heavy, like endurance, it feels good to get in the weight room. And if I'm in a heavy strength portion, it feels good to get some sort of conditioning in. Dude,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I couldn't agree more. I go through those phases too. Like, off season comes around and i'd consider i'm i'm out of it already but off season comes around and i'm like lifting five days a week maybe i hit a sixth day and it's like oh i don't think i ran this week or like i didn't push myself hard on the bike or whatever you know or some form of like fun conditioning yeah definitely you feel weird like you might be feeling strong but at least for me i start feeling sluggish i know we've talked about that before so Yeah, I definitely love hitting a little bit of everything and just like manipulating how much of each thing I'm hitting based on the sports season. So I still honestly do everything year round. It's just like to what degree and intensity and volume that all changes for me personally. But anyways, um, that's all we got. This was episode 85. Um, If you stuck with us this long, we appreciate it. Uh, This was a good one related to, Sports seasons, in season, off season, all that stuff, and what should be happening. So, um, find us any and everywhere at Hill Pursuit, all the socials. Reach out via email, hillpursuit at gmail.com. Check out the website, hillpursuit.com. And that's all we have for now. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time.